Welcome to this Wild Idea Podcast. This podcast is all about, you guessed it, wild ideas. Each episode, we will be taking a deep dive into a wild idea heard somewhere around the world. Some turned into great successes, some blossomed into epic failures, and most of these ideas leave a whole lot of clues for new insight. My name is Colby McElrath. And I'm Nicholas Selway. You can expect to laugh, cry, and see the world from a different perspective through these episodes. Hope you enjoy. All right, so today we're going to talk about a common issue that we face here particularly in Southern California, definitely all over the U.S., and in major cities all over the world. That issue is traffic. Nick is here to bring us some insight on the current state of traffic and what some people are thinking about doing about it. Yeah, Nick here, it's pretty bad. (laughs) Even throughout the pandemic, traffic has been not great in Southern California. Um, It's always been a problem if you're familiar with our freeways, the 405 is like somewhere you don't ever want to find yourself in. And it's very, it's like a necessary evil for us in California. We don't have great public transportation. We don't have the resources that you would find in other countries like Japan, or even in New York (laughs) with the subway system. Um, And there's been a lot of research on how to address this problem. And it's spawned some pretty wild ideas. I kind of want to talk about the origin of this problem, you know, like we built our entire society, our, all of our infrastructure, all of our logistical infrastructure around the automobile, which is ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's so silly that, that we decided that every American can and should have at least one car to, you know, get from point A to point B, whether that's for work or dropping kids off of school or or whatever. It, It just causes so many issues. And there's been a lot of, you know, think tanking on how to get ourselves out of this problem. Um, One of my favorite, you know, (laughs) thinkers that have dived into this and have presented it really well was Adam Conover in Adam Ruins Everything. Uh, One thing that he said... Uh, which which really struck out or stuck out to me was um, we can't build our way out of this. Hmm. There's just yeah. no way to do it. We take up a lot of space in how we where we place our vehicles when we're not using them. Take a lot of space in driving places, and however big we make our freeways, doesn't matter if it's one lane, two lane, eight lanes. It seems like I'm always stuck in traffic. <laughs> That's so true, and this this is a common problem not here in Los Angeles, but all around the world. And in, in major cities like Moscow, traffic is an issue, and you can see how the infrastructure that we've built, particularly here in California, has led to this circumstance that we're in. So, Nick, tell me about uh, some wild ideas related to traffic issues and some ways that people are thinking about solving this problem. One of my favorites, <laughs> and I don't know if this is the solution, but one of my favorite wild ideas comes from Elon Musk. Uh, 
guy who is actively trying to put people on Mars, a guy who decided that, you know, combustible engines, we can do better than that, owns and operates Tesla, an electric car company. Uh, he's committed to building our way out of this problem through the Boring Company. Um, and it's, it, it's, it's very, very interesting. That is awesome. Tell us about the Boring Company. You know, it's, it's funny because the Boring Company is it's a unique... It's a unique company. It's super simple. They've offered uh, a handful of products throughout the years. Uh, it became famous when it started selling the not a flamethrower. Yep. <laughs> and also a fire extinguisher to to go along with that um, to sort of raise funds for the overhead cost. But the whole mission of the boring company is to bore tunnels in various cities, uh, LA being the te- where the test tunnel is, building these tunnels uh, so that we have underground infrastructure that allow us to, you guessed it, like just drive underneath the traffic. Wow, that is definitely a wild idea. Where is Elon testing this wild idea out? Currently, uh, the test tunnel is underneath L.A., (laughs) Uh, and there are several projects in the line uh, in other cities across the United States. Wow, I can see how this is really breaking the mold on looking at an age-old problem such as traffic. So what, what makes this idea so impactful on the situation related to our traffic problem? Well, I mean, it adds lanes, um, and, and these, these tunnels, they're meant to be like high-speed, you know, hyperloop tunnels um, where speed limits are higher than what you would find on the freeway. There's a video on the Boring Company's website where they, they do a test um, from one location to the other, one on paved roads where you sit in traffic, you deal with stoplights, you have to deal with pedestrians, um, and another one where somebody is lowered, a car is lowered down into a tunnel and they drive from point A to point B. Uh, and, and the car, uh, as you can imagine, that's in the tunnel gets to, to point B first. That makes a lot of sense. I, I heard that they were estimating changing the time to go from Hawthorne to LAX from 45 minutes above ground to five minutes underground. Yep. <laughs> that sounds like quite a leap in our thinking about transportation in Southern California. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you know, I, I can tell you as a commuter, somebody who's commuted through most of my driving career, that <clears throat> if, if I can get somewhere in five minutes instead of 45 minutes, I'm going to be much more likely to keep <laughs> whatever commitment I had set to. I, I'll be honest, like I, in the past, if I had like a party or uh, an engagement of some sort, like the only thing that I would really keep would be school or work. But if, if it was like an extracurricular activity um, and, and traffic was bad, I would seriously contemplate not going and in some cases not go because I didn't want to sit in traffic for hours and hours on end. Yeah. And, you know, the, the struggle is real for millions of Americans that are living in Southern California that are really dealing with this impacting their time, their day, their life, their limited resources in powerful ways. I know that The Boring Company has come up with some really creative solutions and some wild ideas within the company on how to manage the challenges they faced. Can you speak a little bit about that? Yeah. 
so I mean any business has costs and I would say the way the boring company has tackled that problem has been creative and fun to watch and to experience um, I mentioned earlier the not a flamethrower <laughs> was used to raise funds to get the company off the ground and start their initial project um, and you know boring tunnels underground any any underground infrastructure one of the largest expenses happens to be moving dirt like you have to take what you're what you want to create the space and you have to you have to clear it out and you know to, to fill dump trucks on dump trucks on dump trucks of just dirt just to move it wherever you're allowed to move it I'm not entirely sure where they put it but to move it out I mean it, it's an expensive cost and one of the most creative things that I've seen the boring company do is to take these this this dirt and turn them into bricks that they want to use both in the tunnel in the neighboring area they want to sell it they they've turned their dirt into a product and the expected revenue from those bricks are enough to cover the costs of moving the dirt and or um, building the tunnel wow so They've created a situation in which their greatest expense became one of their greatest opportunities to cover their costs. Yeah, yeah. When you put it like that, yeah, they did. And, and, and that's how that's how Elon Musk does a lot of businesses. He sees these challenges as opportunities, and, and he really leverages that to create more hype, excitement, and revenue for his companies. What kind of wild idea can be pulled out of such an awesome opportunity like this. It, you know, underground infrastructure is a space that hasn't been explored a lot. It's been used for utilities, um, you know, sewage, water, electricity, even even fiber optics and stuff like that. We, we run that underground. Um, but Elon Musk is, you know, he's putting people underground. You know, we're going to be in our cars mm. traveling. Uh, and it really starts to make us think about what is capable in an underground space. You know, if we can if we can dig tunnels underneath heavily populated areas, uh, we we can create space in in these dense areas. And that's that's one of the most valuable commodities, right? Is space. Um, and with that, you know, the opportunities become endless. You know, what what can you do in space <laughs> with, with space? Uh, you can you know create more utility we can build more tunnels for driving our cars or for parking our cars or what have you uh, but we can also you know use that space to you know have restaurants buildings housing uh f underground farms with the way that indoor farming is is uh continuing to revolutionize the opportunities are endless and you know like the boring company <laughs> they'll either uh discover an ancient underground civilization of mole people yeah. or <laughs> I mean, this could this could be how underground mole people came to be is because we uh, are now sort of thinking of our cities in this three-dimensional space that allows us to go as I, I would say like the sky's the limit but to go as deep as we want um and as deep as we need to go to to be able to support our you know new needs that is definitely a wild idea the notion that we can create a new understanding of the space we occupy simply by looking at creative solutions to something like traffic congestion is really what we're looking at here as the opportunities to innovate and create in meaningful ways 
where we are open and receptive to the curveballs that life is throwing at us and seeing these situations and challenges as new opportunities to create. What can we take away from this wild idea? A lot of things. Um, but, <laughs> you know, I, I think for me, <clears throat> the, the most interesting thing about how we perceive space uh, or how we value space is is what strikes me the most. Uh, Elon Musk decided that uh, he's going to dig tunnels uh, and create a product out of that. Um, and I'm excited to see, you know, who's going to go underground next. Uh, I, and I, I personally hope to, that it's food. I hope that we start growing food in our cities, um, you know, locally, underground potentially. That is definitely one of the biggest issues with our use of resources right now is how we're growing our food. You can see so much potential in changing our mindset around how we're using the space, how we're allocating our resources, and uh, you know how, how we're supporting the environment at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What closing thoughts do you have on this wild idea of the boring company? <laughs> um, you know... You can find value in in anything. Uh, Every obstacle, every challenge uh, also provides a unique opportunity that could be advantageous and even lucrative. I love that. You know, one of my favorite parts of The Boring Company is it really seems like Elon Musk is having a lot of fun with it. it. It is not his most serious project. It's not his biggest revenue generating project. And I'll never forget a video on Twitter of him holding a flamethrower, selling them to the mass public throughout the U.S. And uh, I I think that he's really shown how much creativity can flourish in creative solutions when we're able to open ourselves up to having a good time. Yeah, absolutely, Colby. Absolutely. It's been an excellent deep dive into exploring the wild idea behind The Boring Company. Thanks for bringing this awesome story to the table, Nick, and uh, can't wait to hear what our next hosted wild idea is. Woo!